Hi, this is David from Obscure Reference Games, and I've been kidnapped by Legends of Tabletop. Please send help. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting back into our Day Trippers game tonight. And I'm going to kick it over to Todd. <laughs> Why not? Holy shit. <laughs> Start right off cussing right out of the gate. Um, okay, so Nash is wounded and uh, Tom is wounded. Reggie, of course, is there and he's doing fine. And uh, you also have little Kim with you. Mm-hmm. Now... You had just completed your return mission to the planet Drear, thanks to Contingency Plan B, which had been put in place by your boss, Bento, where, although you would like to get this planet blacklisted, put on the X list, removed from the big model so that no one else will ever go there and there won't be any chance of mimics being brought back to Earth. And it turns out that Bento had made a previous agreement with Blanche Regardy of X Investments that should the first mission return without a sample there would be a second mission to go get that sample and she's sticking to that and forcing him to do it in order to extract an agreement from her to blacklist the planet after this mission so you're not happy about it you don't think it's a smart idea but you take tom and little kim with you you go back to the planet drear there's some creepy shit that happens out in the fog but you eventually do get a sample of a mimic held in a little case or a large lunchbox kind of a thing that you refer to as the coffin and you bring a sample of the mimic back onto the ship you succeeded in that mission and you make it back to earth but you haven't even had time to report back to bento or anything because as soon as you land you learn that there's an emergency klaxon going off there's a voice over the megaphone that's saying all volunteers step, step forward. forward. Silas Sardassian needs an emergency rescue. rescue. Oh, and by the way, she's in the multiversal cow. And you look and you see all the other pilots who had stepped forward. They start stepping back. Forgot about this. Well. This is where we pick up. Reggie just looks right to Nash and goes, well, I guess we're going. <laughs> oh, man, Reggie. I mean. I made it. Yeah, I mean, I mean we have to. I I. I Fuck. She, she probably just could not leave well enough alone. I think we just, there's no use even talking about it. We should just probably just settle up and go. I, I mean, fuck. Last, yeah, you, I mean, last you talked to her, she was hardcore looking for a planet to set her next episode on, her next travelogue adventure or whatever. <laughs> she did get and, an episode, that's alright. Yeah, she was really kind of pushing you to come up with that, but then she got called away by um, by Corey Jane because she was shooting some sort of sex scene. You do know Sweet. that there's been a lot of pressure for her lately. I think we've mentioned it like for three episodes in a row. She's scouting for a place for this next episode. And she tried to pressure you into coming up with that place. But you were busy and you had to deal with this Planet Drear shit. And so you're just kind of putting two and two together. She decided to go look for it herself. 
Never a good thing. All right. Well, so add a character real fast. Uh, we are on our own ship, which can take at least four people then, because we have four on the crew right now. Yeah, and this is this is a bit of a problem. You're on the Marduk, and you've got four people right now, and that is the capacity of the ship. That's it. And and we don't know whether or not she's by herself, right? You know she's not by herself because she don't know how to fly these things. So there's at least one other person with her. Right, right. All right. Um, I'm strangely insulted by that. She has a gigantic custom Dynalux vessel. It's a it's a big white sphere. <laughs> she she calls it the Orbgasm. <laughs> I want to like that so much, but because it's her who said it. <laughs> it was actually her, it was actually her marketing team. But. All right, okay, all right. I feel a little bit better then about liking it as much as I do. Man, that marketing team really does really does a good job. <laughs> Well, we know that she's that that ship is able to um, uh, hold our ship, right? Because we did that when we went to not Parallaxis, mm-hmm. uh, the birthday planet. Right. Is that Parallaxis? That was, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good memory. Shit. Yeah. So potentially we could take the whole team. All right. Well, this is all happening in a moment. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Reg, we got to go. Um, Fuck, uh, yeah, Kim, um, Duke, what, what, what do you got? I mean, I, I can't, I can't ask you guys to go. I mean, this is some, some serious shit, and, and we've got to get that, we got to get that sample back to Blanche Regerty, or at least back to Bento. Um, fuck, little Kim, who by the way was you know doing great with that flamethrower out on the planet Drear, she's still kind of fired up. She's like. You need me, I'm there. Let's do this thing. And Tom is like, uh, <laughs> wait, we're talking about the multiversal cow here. We're talking about the core of chaos. Half the people who go come back insane. Tom, you don't got to go, man. I, Tom, I can't. Are, are you trying to make it sound better? Because <laughs> you are. Hey, man, it's your call. I... Um, realize that and now he made a joke about it in the in the last adventure on the planet dreary he held up that empty bottle and he's like too bad they've run out of booze it's been over a day since tom has had a drink tom is starting to look pretty shaky and honestly scared hmm. all right so so nash walks up and just matter of fact put- I, I don't think you've ever seen tom actually be scared of something but the, the very words, the multiversal cow, have struck fear into him, and he was already needed a drink. Yeah. So the Nash just comes up to him, puts an arm on his shoulder, like, you know, up around his neck, and he's, you know, he says, Look, Tom, you need to stay here. I want. He kind of looks at Reggie. Tom, just go, go tell Bentow that we're going after his favorite client. Yeah. Look, take, take, the, uh, take the package. There you go. That's what I was going to ask you. Call call Bento. Just wait here. Make sure he gets this package. And then I need you to go home. Just take it easy. Thanks, Nash. He wants to say something else, but he can't fucking think of what to say. He just takes the sample and he says, I'll take good care of this. It's going straight to Bento. I know you will. He just kind of like, you know, pats him on the chest. <laughs> He seems really pleased that there's something productive for him to do instead of just bailing because 
he was about to tell you he was just bailing. He didn't want to say it. Hmm. All right. He looks back over to little Cammy and says, are you sure? All right, like, my girl. I like this. I like this. All right. So Nash just like, you know, starts snapping, waving his hands or whatever, you know, trying to get somebody to come over and uh, make sure we've got a, you know, open bay. We've got to, you know, try to get as much information as he can. All right. I have this guy's name. He's like old Jack or something. There's actually two guys named Jack, but there's three floor foremen. Today it's Jack Farrell. This is the guy you know the least. Oh, all right. There's another Jack who you know a little better, and people call him Jacko, and he's been here a lot longer. And then there's he's another the old guy. guy. There's another guy named Roger who I don't know if you guys have met Roger or not, but it's Jack Farrell today. He's like, okay, we got to scramble. She's been in there 60 seconds. Um, she just left. God damn it. How do we know there's a, an emergency? Up vector radio transmission. It was a failed jump. Oh, fuck. That's it. Okay. All right. Yes. I've got, <laughs> you know, the coordinates. <laughs> no one has to tell you the coordinates. All you have to do is aim outside and follow the scan for her ship. We've got we've got data on her last position. I'll feed it to your computer. We have right. injuries, though, don't we? Don't we have, you have injuries? Are we just, or is that done? Tom is injured, but he's out. Jack, okay, would... I'll, I'll be all right. It's, it's fine. Uh, get this yes. Right, in character. Yes, of course. I'm fine. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. And Kim was fine. Ki- little Kim, you're good. She looks at Nash. This is your girl. We're going to do this. Yeah, we're oh, going. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going. I just wanted to sort of like touch base with the, uh, with the, with the injuries, you know, just kind of get all up in the injuries and find out where we were. Oh, she, uh, she was never wounded. Okay, good. Marco, let's do this. All right. Um, you know, I there's there's some power calculations that should probably be considered. I uh, I also have a general multiversal cow question. I don't. I'm just trying to. Uh, what, what what do we know about this about the about the multiversal cow? <laughs> I like to think Reggie has has researched it. Or at least it knows something about it. If it's, uh, it's nutty, yeah, as, uh, you, you know, you know as much as anyone is basically told in uh, in slip space dynamics class. Ouch! Geez, I want to just kind of send you to the book. But effectively, um, here's a here's a good metaphor. I recently shared a post on uh, on the Day Trippers group on a couple different social platforms about a new theory of space-time in which space-time, rather than being imagined as a smooth surface with gravity wells in it, which fails to account for all the dark matter and dark energy that we know must be out there, like most of the universe. There's not enough universe. There's not enough mass, right? I've been watching a lot of movies about this, a lot of documentaries about this, yes. To explain Einstein's calculations. And so string theory was suggested as as one proposed theory of how space-time might be constructed as a bunch of strings that all tangle together but unfold in a lateral dimension. And now there's a new theory, space-time foam. And the way it's explained is, and this works perfectly with day-trippers, picture the, picture the, uh, the ocean 
you're way up high above the ocean and it looks like a smooth surface, right? But as you come down closer and closer, you see more and more roughness to it. The closer you get, you realize there's actually frothy, way, you know, little bubbles and foam on top because it's constantly in motion. And if you zoom into like a, you know, almost microscopic level, all of those bubbles are like each one is a universe and they come and go. Some of them are long lasting. Some of them are short term. Others form around other ones, protective barriers of universes within universes, popping and foaming on the surface of, and this is what they imagine now in the new theory, space time may be, which includes, and this is why I'm telling you this. If you think of space time as a constantly changing surface of of the ocean kind of a situation where bubbles are being formed all the time and some bubbles engulf other bubbles and others just pop and we're thinking about galactic time scales here but every one of those little bubbles is a whole universe and that explains dream worlds and pocket dimensions you know like one second of time in that frothy bubbling could be millions of years for our universe. Billions. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I like it. So the multiversal cow is the ocean itself. It's what's beneath the bubbles. It is that from which the bubbles come. Oh, boy. Okay. This is what we train for. You got this, Reg? I, I think. Yes, of course. I'm ready. <laughs> You're my guy. <laughs> Okay. And your now, mind. Now, this goes against all of your training. You basically have to set all of the vectors in opposite directions to mm-hmm. any jump you've ever made before. Um, you're going to have to use everything you've been taught, and your instincts have to be so fluid on the controls of the ship because you're, you're trying, and this is hard to explain in three-dimensional space, you're trying to aim for a point between all points in a universe which is made of an infinite number of points. You have to do the exact opposite of what a jump actually is. You have to end up somewhere that's not on the map. This is absurd. Hmm. And you're the best man for the job. It is a difficulty nine. Oh, good. Because this is almost a psychic maneuver. So, you're going to be rolling. Uh, you're going to be rolling your psyche number of dice. Yeah. Plus your slip space dynamic skill. Yeah. Which okay, is so right now I'm at a six. And my well, I'm sorry. My slip space is two, plus two. And your psyche score is four. Okay, so you're rolling four dice. You're adding two. And I make roll. so I can't get there. But I, I also want to remind you guys that for the past couple episodes, especially last episode, when Nash looked into Reggie's painting and for a moment thought he saw Scylla yeah. floating in fucking <laughs> chaos, darkness, Reggie has been, you almost want to say Reggie has been psychically affecting the reality around him for a little oh, while. Yeah. Yes. Reggie. <laughs> Now, because, you know, many episodes back, he says he was working on his lucid dreaming. He's constantly meditating and working on self-awareness and and stretching the boundaries of his mind. But Mindfulness. But ever since that episode with Julio, which Mm. no one wants to talk about, (laughs) Reggie's been collecting brain gear. And he's been messing with his noodle 
every kind of VR and AR and subjective injective experience, he's been undergoing it. And his mind, she once so stable in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it really seems as though and it's it's hard to prove, but you looked in the painting, you saw her for a second. Reggie's goal, stated way back, was to see if there was some way he could affect real reality with his lucid dreaming skill. And it looks like he can. Oh, shit. Maybe not all the time and maybe not on purpose, <laughs> but but psychotically and maybe instinctively. <laughs> Right. So does that so, mean? It, uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so what that means is I'm going to give you your lucid dreaming bonus on top of this. Oh, nice. That's a long way of saying that. That's a. It's a eloquent. It was beautiful. It was poetry. So uh, that's a. That's another plus two. So I could get all I need is a six. When have the My Little Pony dice not given me? A, let's just <laughs> let's just pile on all of the possible things we could say to jinx this roll. <laughs> so we just go right into the multiversal cow's anus and just like lodge, just stay there forever. <laughs> all right. So everybody's strapped in. Reggie's at the controls. He's flipping all the knobs the opposite direction and he's turning the auto guidance system off. This is going. Don't be- worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. fuck here's what i need though i need one thing from you nash nash oh nash what's you re- up you remember the painting yes the i painting. do it freaked me the fuck out oh i want you to tell me every little detail that you remember from what you saw from within the depths and reggie just kind of closes his eyes and puts his arms out wide like this I mean, I looked at the painting and, and you know, it's all dark and it's all freaky because you're doing, I don't know what you're doing, but but then I, you know, I saw and it looked like Scylla was floating, like floating in, in chaos. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you painted what happened. Did, Reggie, you didn't, I mean, did you know that this was going to happen? Listen, all I need to know in this moment what were the four colors that were streaming from her tit implants? Had <laughs> a character. I don't know. Did we go over that, or can I just make it? No, up? no. Just say, just say. Let it flow, uh, baby. It was, it was. Uh, there was blue and, oh. and green. Uh, there was a little bit of red, uh, and I think there was. Uh, it was, it was like a, almost like an indigo. Ah! <laughs> and he hits the roll button. them dice two sixes <laughs> six plus four is ten you beat by one that is exactly what you wanted to do perfectly nailed it the universe goes fucking crazy around you you are tunneling through now this it's a it's a normal slip for a moment but then suddenly you feel like you're being torn apart. The ship is being torn apart. You're not sure whether you're inside yourself or outside yourself. It's all normal. <laughs> and then everything stops. You are floating in an orange cavern, millions of miles across. But you can see like stalagmites and stalactites of a bright orange rock, which is dripping from the top to where you are. Your ship is tiny and you notice that the tops and bottoms of this thing are moving the movement has a rhythm oh my god you're in the lung or stomach of some 
fucking billions of miles long creature. And off to your right, you see a big white sphere. It's the orbgasm. It's got a giant hole torn into one side of it. And off to the side of that, like the crescent moon and the magic star, you see Scylla spinning in space in a, in a jumpsuit. That's not good. Um, Fuck, Red, you did it. You, you, you got it. You did it. No, you did it. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. That's all you. Guys, I rolled the four dice, right? And I got the, a two sixes and a four. And then the third one rolled off the table and has disappeared. <laughs> now, I, into the I, universal I, all I want to say is uh-huh. I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> I, I'm going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. Because, I mean, there's nothing on this floor right now. So now I feel as though this game. Now I feel. Who am I? Am I Reggie? Is this? <laughs> is this the cow? Okay, so we're in a lung. One might say we found a nice inner space. <laughs> All right, let's go get Zilla. <laughs> yeah, 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 get get over there. Get over there. Reggie does what he thinks is the appropriate thing to do to move a ship through the lung of. Or whatever this is towards the floating Scylla. Uh, yeah, this will just be a piloting roll. Perfect. And uh, it's actually fairly easy. All right. Uh, piloting airspace. No, or is this like an adjacent? So it's a mind that a. You are in some sort of substance, whether it's whether it's liquid or gaseous is a little hard to tell. But we're still going to call it. Yeah, aerospace. All right, cool. All right, let's see what this ship can do in this strange space. Well, okay, uh, that's a three plus two, five? Yeah. You maneuver close, and Scylla is looking out her faceplate, gasping, and her eyes keep darting up to other things. You're not seeing what she's seeing. Uh, Inside the ship, there's, like, Glitter, some sort of glitter that's like around the outside of this giant hole. Now, the giant hole is maybe like 12 feet in diameter. And it's it's as though a sphere that only that you cannot see is starting to merge with her ship. So the hole is growing. And at the edges, there's this glittering going on. It literally looks like sparkle glitter, like somebody's sprinkling glitter all around the edges of the of the hull that's being exposed uh, and you can see inside her ship you can see the galley and the med bay you you don't see any people yet uh, and we have to go into action frames now because you're going to be losing your mind pretty soon in fact the the moment you it really gels on you like Reggie's maneuvering the ship and you're like holy shit we're inside the stomach of something and, and and it's so big, and that's just its stomach, so how big must this... This is when I need you both to make psyche rolls. Oh, here we go. Nash is out. <laughs> Can I how add my psychology stomach? or no? Uh, no, this is a straight... Um, okay. hmm. no, that's fine. I just ask because I have it. Roll the six. You know, it's one uh, of those things like, all right, it's, it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine, we're going to get out of this, you know, that sort of thing. Total. Uh, you want to beat a four. 
If it's a straight roll, I got a three. If I could add my psychology, it's a five. Yeah, I will give you this psych add. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There's there's a moment where Nash just like, you you see him get like all fucking tense up and his eyes get real fucking big. He's like, no, no, no. I gotta get it. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Yeah, you actually feel that. You would have lost it, and then your psychology training kicks in. Reg, you gotta get me close. I think it makes sense because it's like it's fathomable to be inside of a creature's stomach. At least, at least, maybe, at least, with given everything you've seen. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. What what was that? What? What happened? I'm moving us closer. Yes. Yeah, but it's like you're inside the stomach of a thing that's so big. (laughs) That like, you know, like if this was your stomach, the size of the ship would be like, I mean, not even the size of a bite, like the size of an M&M. Mm, oh. See, okay. I think Reggie's totally okay with it. Like this is a Tuesday for Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Today was like the worst day of your life. But to me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> That's from something. What is that from? I don't okay. know. I want to get you a t-shirt that says the cow ate my dice. <laughs> yeah, I I want to find it, but I don't think I want to find it right now. <laughs> Jesus! All right, we're in action frame time, so everybody right. got to tell me what they're doing. I am maneuvering close to the ship, to the person, Nash, the Scylla. Sorry, Nash yells to Kim, "Get a rope! I'm I'm gonna go out. Come with me." Oh, did Kim make it? Did she? How's she doing? Kim is totally fucking fine. Okay. That's no yes. surprise. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I was As worried a matter about. of fact, she's she's already got the rope and she's clamping it down to an additional surface to make sure she's got the ability to pull and have some slack. Nice. Right. Uh, she's she's ready like Radar O'Reilly. She's there before you even told her to do it. So he like turns around. He's like, good, good. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Everything looks good so far, so just you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna maneuver in there and go go get her, I guess. <laughs> Nash checks like all the fucking links on his suit and shit. And it's like okay, little kid slaps a hook on you. Um, she pulls off a couple meters of slack, puts your hand on it there, and and puts her hand around yours. She's like, "You feel me tug, or I feel you tug, and you're coming right back in here." All right, that's good. And then she pounds the door button and the door opens up. As the door opens up. We're sucked out. <laughs> we're all dead. <laughs> well, no, I mean, imagine you're moving fast. Okay. This all happened. This all happened within just a few seconds, right? She clamps you on there, taps your hand, gives you the thumbs up, hits the button, and you step out the portal. As you step out the portal, Reggie is maneuvering the speed at a uh, or at a slow and controlled speed. So you're kind of floating out at the same speed as the ship, right? Nice. But that's not actually what seems to happen. What seems to happen is the moment Jack is clear of the ship, the third dimension disappears and everything is made of oil paint. You're in a painting and the third dimension is gone. And now you need to make psyche rolls again. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the third dimension. We need Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> I, I rolled the six, so that's either a six or an eight if I get psychology. Uh, yeah, we'll give you psychology from here on out, and okay. that's a that's a yes and. So what what what's good? What what's the end? 
Um, just based on a psych roll? I, um, no, just something good right now. Something good? As as he steps out and realizes that it's has this oily kind of feels like he's in the painting, he just immediately takes two and starts to swim towards Scylla. You uh, somehow, um, by moving your feet and hands, are able to move through this oily substance which you realize you're also made of and as you move forward it's really weird you see the the paint at the leading edge of your arm changes color but you're made of paint same as the space you're moving through is made of paint and then the trailing edge of your arm changes back to the blackness of the of the painting and you're you're kind of you're tripping out as you're watching the molecules change color as you move forward like bit by bit by bit in, a, in an animated bitmap at slow speed but you are aiming exactly in the right direction and in front of you Scylla is looking straight at you her mouth opens up in a big oh her eyes are wide yes. you think she can see you <laughs> okay and you know, Nash is you know Nash is in the headset he's like right you we're in your fucking painting, man. This, yeah. this is the moment where you wish that your ship was equipped with Waldos. With Waldos? I feel like I should know what that is. Yeah, what was it? Oh, you oh, um, that's uh, things you put your arms inside, and then on the outside, these big mechanical arms oh. do whatever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you're make doing. A, make a note, <laughs> Waldos. Next time. <laughs> I'm I'm writing it down right now because that seems awesome. Just pilot the ship, man. Just oh, pilot the ship. Okay. I'm piloting. Yes. All right. Do your pilot roll. Um, I, I can't. Uh, I, I hate to do this, but we both had to make psych rolls for this whole painting thing, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I rolled a four. If I can, if I can use my lucid dreaming, it's a two. I'm just. I'm. That's. I'm no one grasping at straws, but I did roll a four. You can use your lucid dreaming. Okay. Then it's. Then it's a six. <laughs> okay, good. So you feel uh, like you're about to throw up. Um, this oh, is, God. Um, it's, I mean, you've experienced many, many weird things, but this is different somehow. This is like the, the core-most part of you is starting to unravel. Like you can feel your ego somehow unraveling. And... For the first time ever, you start to worry that it may never reassemble. You may literally just fall apart. And then you realize, and then you realize that this reality, although almost entirely unpredictable, is made of the same shit that your dream realities are made of. Hell yeah. And that's when your it, lucid dreaming training cricks kicks in. Oh, I just had a fucking oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm uh, so I'm gonna make a piloting roll then. That's what I'll that's, that's what I'll do next. Um, no, because you okay, just no. succeeded. You've already succeeded. I did it. Mm, yes. I'm well, gonna I'm gonna give you that as the end. Okay. Oh, perfect. I'll take it. But you need to but you need to tell me where exactly what exactly you were trying to do. Were you headed toward the hole in the ship? Were you headed towards Scylla? Scylla first, and then the uh. Because you already ejected Jack out the side door, and he's headed straight towards Scylla. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did feel like it was probably – like, that That was probably going to have to happen anyway, right? We were going to be ejecting him anyway, but, like, I just figured we'll shorten the distance of the rope, and then well, we'll deal yeah. with the ship after we get Scylla. 
okay, so you're going kind of around side of him. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like yes. Yeah. All right. So you are moving along slowly, and uh, you're inside your own painting right now, and that feels totally okay. You totally un- this makes sense to you. I feel great. You know how to manipulate the paint. In fact, you're lucid dreaming of the great brush that uh-huh. is in your hand up in one reality up. Damn. <laughs> That's fucked oh. up shit. <laughs> so, all right, let's 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 do this. I should have really thought about this. I should have come to this. You know what? Let's just focus on getting silly inside. But I think next time, all right, I, I, I know what's gonna happen next. All right. So let's let let's do that. That's what Reggie does. He maneuvers in a, a position so that like it's a, a lot shorter of a rope to pull when he gets hands on Scylla. Reggie, you know, I can hear everything you're saying. It's really freaking me <laughs> out, man. I know, right? It's crazy. It's like everything is different, but it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? I no, I don't. But all I, right, well, look, let's just sort of let let's save the the, the human person. And then, and then we can we can all we can all talk about it. All right, Nash just keeps swimming, and then when he gets close enough, he'll try to wrap her up, and then okay. Jerk and you himself. also you also hear a little Kim every once in a while in your ear. She's just she just checks in. How you doing, boss? All right, I'm all right. I don't know about Reggie. <laughs> oh, no, it's there. It's all good. <laughs> She's like, who has ever known about Reggie? Huh? Come on, stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. Okay. Um, now we're going into another frame. Uh, that's that's one panel, and you feel almost as though one painting is finished, and there's a there's a sense of movement, like the entire universe is is pulled to one side. Um, you you feel the entire universe going somehow, and it's stacked in with a whole bunch of other paintings. And if you look up above, you can see the next, the back of the next painting coming down on top of this painting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Are we doing? I wonder if she was watching Reggie that whole time. <laughs> so she was looking up at. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! I did this. <laughs> okay. Um, um. Reggie. Yes. Recently. Oh, no, there's dice rolling. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Recently, you had a, a dream. Oh, no, and, yeah. And it was about a, um, a road or a path or a traveling. Tell me what that was. Before I just – did I actually say this, or is this like this is what's happening now? Did I tell um, you about a dream that I, that I had, or am I going to make it up right now? You're going to make it up right now? Yes. Okay. All right, a dream about a road that I was traveling on. All right, something like to do with so that. There, yeah, it was like a road. Oh, okay. it was, it was, it was, it was. Um, there was like trees all around, but every time I tried to like look at a tree, it, it was just nothing. It was just like, a, like an open field. So it was like I could see the forest, but not the trees. Mm-hmm. That's sort. That's sort of like an inverse. Uh, but the road itself was like made of uh, 
uh, of a darkness, but it was a very hard road, and it kept going on and on and on, and straight and straight, and then it would begin to narrow, and then it would get wide, and it was sort of like one of those three-lane highways that you see, and then it would get narrow again, and then pretty soon it was almost too narrow to even walk upon, and then you're on like a, a tightrope, you know, or like a balance beam. And then as you continue to walk, then the balance beam would start to dip. And then all of a sudden, all sense of space would just sort of just be gone. And then you would be trying to balance on this beam that would be dipping down low into different types of liquids or, or substances. And then you'd be swimming up it. And then, all, and, then, and then after a while, you just sort of realized that you were on a rail and you were being uh, you were being driven in just all sorts of different directions. And then it was your mind. And then it would start to splinter off. But you just couldn't have the mental capacity to make the decision upon which road to take. And then, okay. white light. Everything, everything that you just said happens to everyone. You feel that the big painting above you come down stacked on top of this painting. And you get a weird feeling of like, loneliness and permanence and maybe years go by as these two paintings are stacked together and then suddenly you're not in a painting anymore you are a little like you're a, you're a little toy like version of yourself but your feet are fused together and underneath them you're connected to a rail and Jack you feel this and Reggie you feel this and you assume little Kim feels it because you look up and you see all of you are these little toys running on rails, almost like little toy soldiers, kind of stiff, their feet fused together on a wheel that's running them down a rail. And these rails keep splitting off into different directions. And you see little Kim go down one way and Reggie goes down a different way. And there's Scylla. She's right up there in front of Nash. And her track is running parallel to Nash's track. He's reaching out and he's trying to grab her. Um, and nobody is wearing a suit. In fact, you're all dressed like it's a day at the beach. Reggie, whoa, what the fuck? What the hell's going uh, on? I need everybody to make a psyche roll again. <laughs> make your psyche roll. <laughs> okay, beat four. You get your ad. I got a five. Uh, six. So eight. Okay. Um, Reggie, on Reggie, that's a yes and. Give me something good. Uh, yes and. Um, I, yes, and. Like whatever you wish would happen. Well, I, what I want, I, I would like to have, I would like to be able to communicate that. I, I'd like to, I'd like to nudge the rails that everybody's on so that uh, not, maybe not immediately, but at some point they all diverge into one. That is exactly what you see right up ahead of you. <laughs> all of your paths are going to diverge at one. It looks like Scylla and Nash first. And then you, and then Kim. And Just don't then, worry. Oh, and, and, and then the orbgasm, which is like a, a, a small version of itself running on a rail all of its own. Nash, you're, you're a little toy version of yourself running on a rail. Your legs are fused together, and your, your rails are splitting and diverging in different directions. But right alongside of you is another rail, and it's got Scylla on it. And she's wearing this nice... Um, bathing suit. She she doesn't have flashy implants in her tits. Instead, she looks like she's wearing like a. Hi, this is Vanessa Lieberman calling to invite you to join me 
She's she looks like there's a spammer calling on the phone. You hear this <laughs> you hear this kind of computer voice, female computer voice speaking in the distance. Oh, no. You can't really tell what they're talking about, but something about call your mother. And um you made your psyche roll, right? I did, yeah. Okay. So for some reason this this doesn't shock you, but it reminds you that you haven't spoken to your parents in a while. And then you snap back to reality and realize that Scylla's right within grasp if you can make a grace roll. Oh, God, I hope so. All right, what's my grace there? Three. I guess stealth's not going to help me, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Oh, I rolled a six. Yay. Nice. That's a yes and. You grabbed her by the hand and what? Uh, I pull her over to me, so I've got her wrapped up. You somehow managed to pull her right off her rail. And the, the moment you do that, she's got two normal legs. Uh, but her legs won't fit on your wheel. So you just have to hold her because she's screaming. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's all right. It's all right. I got you. Just wrap your legs around me. All right. She is in wide-eyed panic. She is in inhuman panic. Uh, she has I... never experienced the kind of weird shit you guys have. Can I try to use psychology to get her settled down? I don't think you have enough time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all you, can, you can see up above though, that all of, all of your rails seem to converge at a point just up ahead of you. And let's go for the next frame. He, he just yells out, Reg, I, I don't know what the <coughs> fuck is going on, but, but it looks like we're coming together. If that means something to you. <laughs> it means everything to me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And the rails come closer together, and you see that the next rail that's going to merge with you slightly from behind is Reggie. Uh, and now, now you don't uh, you don't see the Malkuth with Reggie in it, or the Marduk rather. You don't see the Marduk with Reggie in it. Instead, you see Reggie on one track, and the Marduk on another, and little Kim on another one. Like every individual object gets its own track. So the the next merger is going to be. The track with Reggie on it is going to merge with the track that's got Nash carrying Scylla on it. That's the frame we're heading into right now. And as that happens, you all don't have to make a psyche roll. And it dawns on you in different ways that for the last 10 seconds, as these tracks headed toward each other, everything seemed like locked into place. It's a feeling you remember from the planet Earth where you can trust that reality is stable Ah, uh, that's a that's a that's a feeling you were missing for a minute, and suddenly you have it. Like somehow Reggie forced all these tracks to become more real than the the past few seconds have been. It's now been several seconds without things constantly morphing, and you realize Reggie's doing it. <laughs> like you're somehow in Reggie's thoughts, and that's making all of this happen. I, I feel like the Reggie figure is the Reggie figure wearing the diaper. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I mean, <laughs> he's in his natural state. <laughs> yeah. I think Reggie's, Reggie is wearing the diaper. The moment you have that thought, Reggie's wearing the diaper. And as his track gets as his track gets closer to you, Reggie gets bigger and bigger and bigger um, until it's like you're a child size and he's adult size. Your tracks oh. merge, and Reggie just scoops you up. So now Reggie is carrying Nash, who's carrying Scylla. I've got then, you. <laughs> Thanks, man. 
Uh, and uh, the next thing that's going to happen is you guys are going to intersect with the, the track that's got the, um, the Marduk on it. And everything remains stable and almost peaceful for a moment. As Nash, you look down and the reassuring words of Reggie, I've got you, are like echoing through <laughs> the universe. And it, and it shows up, right? Gravity it's almost waves, like graffiti yeah. that kind of like <laughs> scrolls up in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the title credits at the beginning of a Star oh, Wars God. film. Yeah. They start rolling up. <laughs> I've got you and you realize you're in like some sort of Saturday morning cartoon or something that's completely being dreamed of by Reggie. Like you are, yeah. you exist inside Reggie's mind right now. You are, maybe you always did. Maybe everything ever happened has been Reggie dreaming that it happened. Maybe you're not real at all. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that's hard. Oh, no. And that's when the track with the Marduk on it fuses with your track. And suddenly the Marduk is holding Reggie, which is holding Nash, who's holding Scylla. And what you're the all in. Fuck? Now you're all inside the Marduk. And I need everybody give me a word, just the first word that jumps to your mind Nash. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Reggie? Happy trees. That's two words. <laughs> That's okay. All right. So you tumble into the ship, and you look at each other, and you all see each other as normal size, but now the ship lurches to a halt, and around you are trees. Oh, no. With smiling human faces. <laughs> oh, no. Nash oh, fucking no. loses his shit. <laughs> and they're all humping on each other. Listen. <laughs> And one of them wants to hump the ship. A tree begins coming at you. It's got this gigantic erection, a no. giant wooden erection. And it's coming straight for the ship. This one's my fault. Everybody no, make no, a, no, no. Everybody make a psyche roll. This one's this my bad. falls apart. <laughs> I, I, got, I got overconfidence. Oh, no shit. I got, a, I got an eight. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Unless we might have an issue here. All right. I got a five. Three plus two. Uh, Nash, this is a yes and. All right. Um, you have to move fast because this giant wooden erection threatens to puncture the hull of your ship. This tree wants to fuck your ship. It's all very literal. You get one action. What is it? He he jumps into the, what the fuck you call those things? Woodies or something? Woodies. And like fucking punches the tree. Like they're just there. The, the, They're just happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so giant wooden Woody. Okay. Well, the, so the, go ahead. All right, this is going to be a grace roll. You can add any uh, martial arts or related skills that you have. Sweet. Uh, I have that at plus two. You need to beat a four. I rolled a six, so that's an eight. That is a yes and. Whoops. Wrong dude. Uh, he so he like jumps to the side of the ship. He puts his arm in and just takes a big, huge fucking swing at it, and it just like shatters the tree. Oh, and he's no. like, "You don't control me anymore." <laughs> oh, no. Little Kim, little Kim is looking at you out the door now. She's not far away. Um, uh, you, or rather from from the door. So you're all inside the ship. You jump outside the ship, punch the tree. It shatters to bits. Little Kim grabs the rope and pulls you back in. 
And at that moment, everything changes again. He beat the devil out of it. Another Bob <laughs> Ross. <laughs> All right. Uh, she pulls you back in. You tumble into the hold of the ship. The trees outside are still like banging each other, but none of them are trying to fuck the ship anymore. Um, at this moment, you look up. Close your eyes. Are, are, is there, are you going to close the door? Somebody going to close the door? Oh, yeah. Little Kim I, will I, close the door. Yeah, I assume little Kim's probably got her wits about her. Okay, so she slams a button, the door slams shut, and you look around the room. There's little Kim, there's Reggie, there's Nash, there's Scylla, and there's Steve-O. Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you hear and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew, or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.